0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Cross Examine and our next episode in the series of Romans. Uh, Today we're going to start going through chapter 5 and this is where Paul really starts to pick up the pace. Uh, Things really get moving. Uh, Paul has kind of laid this foundation of understanding in the early chapters of the letter Uh, chapter 4 he gives the proper understanding of how we are truly saved by faith not through strict adherence to the law and he uses Abraham as the example of that and that brings us to chapter 5 so let's just start with the first five verses I like to break it up like this whenever I can especially for Romans because Paul just packs so much into these letters so let's start at verse 1 and just read the first five verses. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through him we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of god not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because god's love has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us so there's some key truths that i want to call out here first We are justified by faith. What does that mean? Well, in a legal sense, uh, back in this culture, to be justified meant to be legally declared righteous, to be declared innocent. So if you were in a court and you had charges pressed against you, if you were found to be not guilty, they would say that you are justified. You've been rendered innocent. And Paul reiterates what he said for all of chapter 4. That declaration takes place because of faith. Knowledge, belief, and trust in Christ, that is what justifies you. But what does it justify you from? What are we guilty of? Well, Paul covers that in previous verses and chapters where he lists some specific sins and says that we all fall short. But he gives an important perspective here in verse 1 that I think is easy for us to miss. He says that because we have been justified, we have peace with God. And we can read that and think, wow, that's cool, Perk, and move along to the next verse. But let's sit with that for a second. Paul is showing us what we are justified from. If we have peace with God after our justification, that tells us the state that we were in before we were justified. So if we are at peace now, that means that we were at war before. We And we like to think that we have this nice, pristine picture of ourselves, and we think that we're pretty good people, so why would we be at war with God? But that's not what God says. His word says that we were the enemies of him. And it's not that he chose war with us, it's that we hate him. We rebel against our creator because we want nothing to do with him. Remember back in Romans 3 when Paul quoted the book of Ecclesiastes and said that no one is righteous not one, no one understands, and no one seeks for God. There is no fear or reverence for God in their eyes. The picture of us before Christ is not of a sweet good person who's kind of lost their way and is trying to find their way back no far from it the the proper picture of our life before christ is open rebellion and opposition to him that's what paul has been hammering home to the church in rome in this letter the wrath of god directed on people is deserved he is totally holy and just and so when he directs his wrath on us it's not that we can look at him and say hey what gives i'm a good person No, his wrath is directed at those who are openly fighting against him. So when Paul says that we are justified and as a result we have peace with God through Christ, that is enormously good news for us. That means that the wrath that was meant for us, the wrath that we rightly deserve, that wrath has shifted from us and was directed at Christ and because he took that on in its fullness we can now live in peace with god knowing that that price has been fully paid but it doesn't just stop at peace with god that that's there's another perk if you will to our salvation that paul mentions he says that we have also obtained access to the grace of God. So not only are we at peace with God, we are also welcomed into the family of God as well. This is huge. We touched on this a little in chapter four, but there's this important two-part aspect to the sacrifice and resurrection of Christ that we don't fully grasp at times. So in his death, Jesus takes on our sin and as a result suffers the full wrath of God That is meant for us. The wrath that I deserve to pay for in eternity, Jesus takes that on for me. He pays that fully. And that's what's accomplished in his death. My sin is transferred to him on the cross. But he didn't just die. He also rose from the dead. And in that, his sacrifice is validated as fully sufficient for God. And he, Jesus, and his people, you and me, if we place our faith in Christ, are declared righteous. Totally innocent, and as a result, we are at peace with God, and we are given access to grace. to his favor he looks favorably on us and i want to look at this access a little closer you know in the old covenant there was a distinct separation between god and his people in the temple there were literally curtains that separated people from the presence of god the high priest would go into the holy of holies that was the name of the innermost part of the temple separated by the curtain and he would make atonement for the sins of the people but that was it Other than that God is totally separate and that's part of his holiness his separateness holiness means separate or otherness God is totally other to us he is pure separated and so there was an understandable separation from his people. But once we are declared righteous in Christ, we receive Christ's righteousness. Our sin was imputed to him, meaning it was transferred to him. And Christ's righteousness is imputed to us. We are, we are made into Christ's righteousness. And because we are seen as righteous and Christ is righteous, we are no longer separated from God. So we have access to him and his favor the greek here for access actually means the freedom to enter so think of it like your own home you can enter into your own home and no one is going to question you and say hey you don't belong here the same is true here and this truth changes our perspective on life. Paul says in verse 3 that now we can rejoice in our sufferings because it goes through this chain that leads to hope and love in Christ. He says that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope. And we we see this in chapter 4 when Paul mentions Abraham. Paul points out that Abraham had reason to doubt God's promises. He could have taken his own suffering and turned into this downward spiral of doubt and shame. But chapter 4 verses 19 and 20 said that he did not weaken in his faith and that no unbelief made him waver, but that he actually grew in his faith. And that's true for us too. I have had so many circumstances in my own experiences uh, and have heard countless stories from others that suffering and hard experiences have grown their faith and strengthened their relationship with God. And we can have this right and kind of altered perspective on suffering, not because we're seeking pain and discomfort for fun, but because we know that God uses these things to pull his people closer to him. And in the midst of those sufferings, we freely enter into the grace of God. We can freely enter into God's presence because we have received the righteousness of God through his accepted sacrifice and we accept this and are declared righteous because of our faith in him it's this beautiful unbreakable chain of salvation that god has put before us and it's not just for unbelievers i need to hear this as much today as i did 15 years ago when i became a christian you need to hear this and be constantly reminded of who you are and what you've been given and like paul said the result of this The result of standing in that grace, standing in the favor of God rather than being at war with him, the result of that is being able to rejoice in the hope and the glory of God. And so that's that's where I'll end this episode. Um, I'm sorry that the pacing is kind of weird. Last episode, we made it through an entire chapter. And this, we barely covered the first five verses. But I hope this encourages you uh, to push deeper into God's word. Uh, I'd love to know what he's speaking to you through this. uh, If there's things that he's highlighting for you that you want to share I want to be able to continue that conversation with even if it's something that we disagree on I want to continue that conversation I think that is beneficial for us to kind of sharpen each other through that so as always thank you for tuning in may God bless you and I'll see you soon